Justin. How you doing? Well, good to be back with you, buddy. We're here again. Once more. Yep. I'm so excited. A lot of things have been happening. Yeah? Yeah. We got, like, last weekend, we had yeah. more listens than we ever gotten, like, total in, like, just one weekend. The yeah. Stranger Things episode yep. blew up. Yeah, it seems like people are watching that show, apparently. I had no idea. I guess I guess so. It's helping us out. It is. I know. We got to do more current shit. Yeah, so welcome all new, uh, all the new listeners. Yeah, this will be disappointing if we don't get as many listens on this one. We'll see. I mean, people <laughs> like it. Yeah. <laughs> They're strong films. True. Um, yeah, so welcome if you're new. I hope you keep listening. Yeah. Hope you keep going. You know, a lot. I saw we got a lot of international listeners. We've got more than just like you know guam and guantanamo like mm. you're talking about before it's branching out oh good we had some people in japan a lot of people in brazil really yeah it's strange but yeah we're branching out rio international Pe- international podcast dead last podcast now we're international we were we went international we went to our first podcast party last week too but it was our first podcast party to we, be fair we let everyone know that it yeah. was our in fact our first yeah hey what's up this is our hey it's just our <laughs> it's our first podcast party so just like you know, be gentle with us. Yeah. We didn't talk to anyone. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we talked to people in the in the beer line occasionally. Yeah, but they're all <laughs> fucking nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, we talked to our friend Steve and Michelle, who we from Rock House podcast, who we do it, we record in their studio. We talked to them. Yeah, we talked to like our cool friends, but I don't want to talk to any of those fucking nerds, dude. Podcasters are fucking nerds. <laughs> you knew way more people than I knew there. Yeah, but that's because I'm an Austin Hood rat. I just knew people <laughs> who are meeting to go on a moped ride. They weren't there for fucking podcasts. Yeah, what was with your moped, buddy? Yeah, they're all mo- moped friends, dude. I'm you got like a community. moped gang? I did, um, I, probably the weirdest time ever doing stand-up is doing stand-up at a moped rally. Whoa. Yeah, I, on which <laughs> I did a bunch of nitrous and Whoa. drank a bunch of beers and wow. then i did stand up and then i hosted the raffle how was your voice on nitrous doing comedy <laughs> what's the deal with airplane food you know very much like that everyone's a comedian on nitrous yeah um one uh, one other last thing before we uh Intro our guests a little bit of controversy on the YouTube page. Mm. I don't know if I told you much about this. No. Um, but YouTube page has been doing well. A lot of clips are getting like uh, thousands of views on these videos. On your pretty clips? Cute. On, on Pl- the what, clips? What, what is it? Plug that. What is that? Oh, uh, just just uh, search Dead Last Podcast on YouTube and page. Cool. You get clips of all the horror movies that we reviewed. And uh, there are a couple of them that are, that are doing better, like, like really well. Uh, one huh. of our best ones is from the first movie we did, Orca. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Orca is just, the clip name is Orca Fetus Scene. Right. It, to which <laughs> uh, an Orca has a miscarriage all over the deck of the ship. And uh, mm-hmm. so we received a comment the other day from a user by the name of Bold for Yeshua. <laughs> yeah. All right? So I clicked his uh, username, and he follows just all these hardcore religious like YouTube pages. Yeah. Uh, and his comment was... Uh, that's not a fetus. That's a living baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> to which I replied, you're a living baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, um, pry, pry open the gates of hell or something like Whoa. that. And I'm like, wow, thank you for listening. If you like <laughs> the gates of hell opening, you should watch Zombie or Dawn of the Dead. Mm. And then he said, repent. Whoa. So, uh, making waves with the pro-life crowd. Yeah. I didn't realize. Whoa. 
I'd like to go on record saying that uh, we are a strong pro-choice yes. podcast. Uh, donate to Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. or just donate to us Yeah, first. And then if you have extra money, donate to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Sound advice. Yeah. So, uh, well, I didn't see that whole exchange. I saw the comment, the first comment, but I didn't see that you're a little back and forth there. We're getting in deep. Yeah. Good. Political trifles. Good, man. That's good. Anyways, we have, uh, we have a guest today. Uh, please welcome Owen Linders. Thank you. Welcome Owen. Thank you very much for having me. I didn't realize we would be in front of such a large crowd. Yeah, this, uh, is, this, a, is, this is a live podcast. This is the sea of faces smiling. Yeah. It's Bartok the dog. Yep. Um, at your feet. And, and a couple um, empty beers. A couple uh, empty beers. And, um, of course, our faithful um, ghost of a sound engineer. Spectral Jeff. Spectral Jeff. Spectral Jeff. You can't see him, but he can you see You see the Ouija board connected to the sound board. I was wondering about that. Yeah. That is, how do you even, what's the adapter kind of cable situation? Oh, it's moving. That's it's gross. Yeah, it's all just it's kind of um, supernatural kind yeah, of Yeah, it's uh, like beyond, stuff. beyond the veil kind of technology. Like yeah, it's, a lot it, of like ectoplasm and, yeah. you know, it gets gooey. Energy. At the end of the set, you're going to notice a strong, thick layer of ectoplasm. On That's it. It gets all I'm looking at. And yeah. I got to tell you, it looks it looks very Hellraiser-ish, which yeah. is why I'm into it. Yeah. Um, just as long as chains don't shoot out of it, I'm cool. Does not affect the sound equipment, surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Does not conduct electricity, I ha- guess. Yeah, happens every now cool. and then. Just dodge the chain. If you see it cool. first, you'll, you're good. Just duck to the left. That never happens in the film, Hell, any of the Hellraiser movies. <laughs> I don't mean to go off track here. It's but fine. it's something that has bothered me about the Hellraiser franchise. That it, chains don't come out of a Ouija board? W- n- yes, one. <laughs> and two, the chains shoot out in a straight axis at all times. They never, like, turn. So you could just move six inches and problem solved. Hmm. Well, a lot of like Satanism and like uh, you know demon worship has to do with like a lot of like perfect symmetry. You're right. I mean, yeah, I'm the idiot. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Apologies to Clive Barker. Whatever, dude. (laughs) Um, But Owen is a comedian. He's the godfather of Thunderbar comedy, Mm. and uh, he's recently he took second place. In the Monster Energy Drink uh, yeah, I was Festival, pretty, mm. I I really didn't want to talk about this because I don't. I'm a pretty positive person, mm. um, but to be perfectly frank, Mark Gallagher is an enemy of free speech everywhere. Um, you wow. may recall Mark Gallagher was a, a guest on your show. He was, yeah, yeah. We plugged his show last episode. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a friend of the show. To be to be frank, I'm going to be honest with you. This is one of those friends who. You know how in like the 80s we backed the Taliban in Afghanistan to fight the Russians? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's the Osama bin Laden of Boston comedy. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Harsh words. Yeah. I. Uh. Here's the problem with, uh, first of all, the judging at the Monster Energy Drink Festival was way skewed. Uh, I, I will say as a person who took second place, I'm pretty proud that Monster Energy Drink thinks that I am the second best comedian in the entire world, which is a really, <laughs> it's a very I mean, high honor. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like you have $1,000 entry. That's lean. That's pretty lean entry free I'm, for a comedy festival. It's pretty like, standard. Uh, you know, I mean, there was a festival in Alston a couple of weeks ago and there were, it was at least 10 grand to get in. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. And nobody won it. Raw greed. Yeah. Raw greed. Comedy is how you make money. Exactly. That's yeah. why we're all. Everyone in knows it, right? that. That and podcasting. That's what yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> quickly. One and two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of your fans are not aware of this, but you guys are just sitting on massive stacks of money. And are those doubloons, Brandon? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, pirate treasure. 
Oh no, these are these are Susan B. Anthony's. Mm. Mm. I don't know why the people keep sending me those. <laughs> <laughs> but cat money's money, right? I can use them on the subway. We prefer Sacagaweas, but the balloons work. Yeah. I I don't prefer Sacagaweas. No, no. Yeah, okay, the balloons. Yeah, Susan B. Anthony. She uh she wrote the Deckler. She sewed the full. She sewed the sewed the flag. Susan B. Anthony. She was the one with the pitcher, Molly. Pit- nope, that's not her. She either. was deaf uh, and blind on the railroad. Yep. She wrote that diary. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yes, that's the, it. The diary of Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, the diary of Susan B. Anthony. Yeah. Good diary. There was a brief moment where I was like, oh, how on earth did you attract any controversy? And in the first seven minutes of this, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've managed to offend yeah. anybody who's available. <laughs> anybody who's listening. Yeah. You know, we got to even it out. Yeah, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Women can choose what they do with their bodies, but mm-hmm. we won't. We're not about to give Susan B. Anthony any, you know, just desserts. Yeah. Also, uh-huh. none of us are just willing to Google her. Yeah. <laughs> no. I literally don't know what she did. Yeah. She <laughs> so- she sewed the flag, didn't she? That's no. Betsy Ross, right? It's fuck. Betsy Ross. Yeah. What the fuck did Susan B. Anthony See, do? He was joking when he said that, but you're just actually ignorant. Yeah. I thought. Awesome. I actually thought that. Damn, dude. We gotta. I'm not gonna edit this out at all. Yeah. Do you I've- never edit anything out? I don't. So I get tired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read Undaunted Courage? No. Okay, well, it's about Sacagawea, but like unrelated. Oh, well, I'll, I'm that, related to Sacagawea. Sacagawea is my girl. I would read that. She's I'm related to girl. Francois Charbonneau, her husband. Wow. Because I'm pretty much all French Canadian. So That's I'm a name drop. I can say whatever I want about Sacagawea, pretty much. But this I choose is, not to. Let's, mm. Oh, that is. You, I admire your restraint. Yeah, <laughs> just want to let you guys know. My favorite thing about her was that uh, she was pregnant and she's not considered the hero of that trip. You were like you rocked a oh, yeah. b- you brought a baby into this world, went on that trip for Westford Westford expansion and then came back. Well, she was Native American. She probably had like deer and rabbits and birds like taking care of her. That's the way. Mm. Yeah, that's the, movie, the natural way. That, the movie that she starred in was pretty sweet. Uh speaking of <laughs> Native Americans, mm-hmm. there is a Native American that I definitely want to talk about in the movies we're gonna be talking about. My dude Billy. Yeah. Who? So uh we got a lot to talk about. Let's let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. The uh, Predator series. Predator, 1987's Predator, rated R, directed by um, 
Oh, I must have spelled this wrong. Is it Sean McTiernan or is it John McTiernan? John McTiernan. John, John, John McTiernan. Yeah. Thanks a lot. McTiernan. iPhone autocorrect. <laughs> uh, written by uh, the brothers Thomas, Jim Thomas, and John Thomas. The synopsis on IMDb is a team of commandos do a mission in a Central American jungle, find themselves hunted by an extra, extraterrestrial warrior. I also must have had a typo in there, too, because that didn't um, work phonetically. Anyway. That's uh, not just you reading? No, my reading's not right either. Um, the tagline is... Soon the hunt will begin. Um, and right. I think it's worth noting that the score is by my dude, Alan Silvestri. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Um, it, in my opinion, Predator is pretty much like the perfect movie. Uh, I got a lot of feelings. Uh, first of all, we'll, we'll talk about director for a, for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Tierney. So he directed Predator die hard and die hard with a vengeance so that's like a holy trinity of like action movies that i would fucking die for yeah yeah you know every one of those is a perfect blend of action and then just like enough humor where you're kind of the entire time you're like okay that's kind of like a human reaction and there's somebody calling out like this is insane which happens throughout the die hard franchise (laughs) because bruce willis is just kind of befuddled and he's you know very much an everyman in that and then in similarly in arnold uh arnold's depiction in this there are so many moments of this that are they're not slapstick but they are super funny like when he hit him with the log and he's bad idea and he gets like <laughs> fucking drilled that's perfect like, stick around stick around yeah he, he, he improvs most of those like his one-liners he loves to just improv yeah those. i like, didn't stick know around that. do you think he improvised yeah. the mr freeze lines there's no way. Oh God, I hope Every not. I think he's better than that. In that movie, is I think he's garden. better than yeah, that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, as far as like one-liners go. Yeah. But this movie is like I think it's perfect. Yeah, I think like I've watched this movie so many fucking times in my life. There are two right. things that happened in 1987. Uh, I was born, and nice. Predator came out, so it was a good year all around. Yeah, wow. And nothing bad happened during the 80s, so like this movie was just, it's the perfect moment. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, having rewatched it, there are a few things which are hilarious in retrospect. Uh, a couple lines that I just just like stick out to me. But overall, this is just one of those movies where it's like pretty much flawless. Yeah, it's super enjoyable, and it's one of those ones where no matter what where it is in the movie, you can just start watching it, and it's super enjoyable. Like wherever yeah. you are, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a good point. Two governors. In this movie, yes, two yes. U.S. governors, uh-huh. Jesse Ventura right. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jesse Ventura, who I love, who delivers my favorite line. It is not a very PC line, but I absolutely love it. Uh, Bunch of slack jawed faggots oh, in here. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff will make you a goddamn Damn sexual tyrannosaurus, just, just like, like me. me. All right, good. We've all seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love I, it. I remembered it's that line so as a kid funny. so well. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, same with me, man. <laughs> Predator is one of my all-time favorite movies. I grew up watching this movie um, with um, my dad and me watched it a lot. And um, I know, as as, w- as we'll get into, we we've mentioned before that the the Predator franchise is a very father son uh, franchise for us. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. I watched it with my dad. Uh, the franchise, by the way, not just yeah. Predator. And um, in one sitting, it was a. Don't do what I did. Uh, <laughs> there's something that happened to me because we started, we watched them in quality order. So we started with Alien versus, I don't want to get too far into Do you mm. mind if I explain? That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I went, I, we watched Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator 2. 
uh, predator to predators and then predator, which is the way that they should work in quality order. We can discuss why somebody might have a different opinion, uh, but they're wrong. And so <laughs> what what happened around Predator 2 was I was watching it at my parents' house. I became like a sincere, petulant teenager. <laughs> like my mom asked me to do a chore and I was like, mom, I'm watching this for a podcast. Why don't you respect <laughs> She's like, you're yelling at your computer. Well, I'm trying to update my Facebook status about this movie. <laughs> like I sincerely- Just fucking millennialing out. <laughs> I lost it, man. I don't know what wow. it is. But I, don't, I guess my fight or flight reflexes are uh, I can't, there's no reasonable explanation for my behavior other than I'm baseline a jerk. And these no, movies brought it, out. Tri- it brought out your inner boy, man. I think that's what the Predator movies do to Absolutely. all of us. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Just a bunch of muscle bound hunks, just fucking. I know, yeah. The, the around, testosterone dude. in this movie is just off the fucking charts. And oh, when yeah. you're like a kid, it's like I'd watch this with my friends, and the first scene that uh, Dutch um, Dutch is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, and Dylan, who is Carl Weathers' character. Dylan, and Dude, they do they do the high that, five, and they're both their biceps are just bulging and soaking wet. As <laughs> as kids, you're just like, oh fuck yeah, dude. dude. Universes were born and destroyed in that hand yeah, moment of that absolutely. handshake. That was a singular. It's the manliest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my whole fucking oh, yeah. life, dude. I, I love it's listening. Handshake. I love listening to special features uh, about the raw testosterone on the set of that movie. Right. Because what was happening was when they weren't on set, mind you, like outside of a lot of these shots, there's just like a resort behind them. There's like, you know, cabins and stuff. So like, they're just like blowing up the woods. And then like behind them, there's just, you know, family of four probably like, what the hell is <laughs> happening out here? Uh, for some of the shots, but there's, can you see them in the movie? You no, can, no, no, no. Uh, you okay. can't, but like, it, like I saw a couple of special features and maybe yeah. I'm just kind of conflating this memory. But one of my favorite things is that they would like wake up and they would go for like, like a 10 mile run. Right. And then they would just lift like crazy. Right. And like before that scene, they were seriously competing to like have the biggest biceps. And um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like measuring other people's biceps right. for them. And he would like deduct inches off of it without telling them. And so he was just like, it, have you ever seen any of these documentaries about him lifting weights? He was like perpetually playing mind games with people. He did that on the set of Predator and basically turned these men into monsters. Like these men who were already <laughs> athletes, he turned them into just machines. And right. Yeah. There was some poor guy who was a writer on the movie who was not expecting to be in the movie. And the producers tricked him into coming to his set to do rewrites. It's oh, like Shane Black. Shane Black. Yeah, right, yeah. Shane Black. So Shane Black. Not a writer, <laughs> an actor, and director. He uh, directed the like, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, and mm-hmm. Iron Man three, and wrote Lethal Weapon. Yep. And more importantly, yep. he will be directing the Predator. Yeah, the next Predator that is yep. coming that out. That is awesome. I love that. That is full loop. And that's yeah. great. That. Yeah, that's great. Because he's I, awesome, and he's running it with uh, Fred Decker, who is awesome. He uh, he's uh, like a horror writer. He wrote like Monster Squad and Night, oh, of, the, cool. Night of the Creeps and House. Like, None of the Creeps cool is such a good movie. I, I haven't it's watched wonderful. all of it. Yeah, I started watching. It was on uh, like Ken Reed's. Like, yeah, list Ken Reed told us so that's on my watched, Ken Reed man. list. It's pretty yeah. cool. So he, it's or my Ken Reed scroll, I should call I'm it. I'm really sorry. You guys got a Ken Reed list? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can. Yeah. We we said we were gonna tweet it. I don't think we ever did. I got it. Well, I got a we'll Ken get, Reed we'll list to too. And oh, right. I got it. Well, yeah. There, there are. He's not. He's never wrong about a movie. Really? <laughs> like he's never been wrong about a movie in his entire life. My favorite thing is like he'll give you an assessment of the movie's quality. Like right. in three words, where he'll just be like, "Space age garbage," 
<laughs> but enjoyable. Is that what he said about Life Force? Is that, is that Life I, Force I, I, problem? I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen Life Force okay, yet. That, that was the movie we started doing with him, and then it just derailed quickly. <laughs> I could see that. But yeah, that's funny um, about all like the testosterone on set, because I, I also like heard that some of them would be working out in secret, like like Carl Weathers would be like, oh yeah, you guys go work out, and then he'd go and like be doing like pull-ups somewhere by himself. Like They were all secretly just trying to one-up each other. You know, but like that's so great because that feeling like permeates the whole movie. Oh, the yeah. whole so movie much is chemistry. About who is the most t- testosterone? It's this just fucking battle of testosterone. So it's great that they were all doing that shit offset too. It totally, you totally can like well, tell you, that. Yeah, you can feel like they're, that they're friends. Right. They're like yeah. fucking with each other. Like they, the chemistry is so there. Yeah. Like for the team. Well, they're it's clearly amazing. they're clearly having fun with it, and also right. it, it's it it. The movie bookends with the credit scene, which I haven't seen in another movie, where everybody, even though they've died, oh, right. they're 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 but all they're, they're all smiling yeah, so and they're just like they're like I, casually with an M sixteen. I love or like, that old trope. No one does that anymore. Nobody does it. Yeah. It is scene, so it like a fun, goofing. Right. honestly. Goofing like because you could tell they were like, look, I'm still jacked, and I like I kind of <laughs> want like one more scene. Right. Uh, <laughs> am I getting a photo of me with this gun and these guns? Right. Like I love yeah. that. And uh, Dutch, the the best is Arnie at the end. He does the turnaround. Mm-hmm. He turns and looks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so okay. So there's a couple of things that I I did pick up on on a second review, and we agree obviously that it is a flawless film, and nothing about it should ever be changed. Of course not. But yeah, one of my f- do not even poke a hole. In. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not gonna try to. But <laughs> what I'm trying to do is generate controversy and click-throughs to your podcast. Okay. I like this. Uh, That's and, why I brought you here. Yeah. And so there are a couple things in Predator that I find to be uh, really funny. Uh, especially the scene in which Carl Weathers asks Arnold, why didn't you do that job? Mm-hmm. And he goes, because my team isn't, we're not assassins. <laughs> and then when they <laughs> arrive <laughs> to rescue the guy, they murder, they, they fire murder everyone the entire indiscriminately. <laughs> indiscriminately. <laughs> <laughs> unleash hell. So fast, dude. So they kill like, yeah. How many people do they even kill? They kill so the, many the people. The kill count in them, it's the highest kill count, I think, of a Predator movie because. Of all the villagers that they yeah. killed. And it's mostly Arnie <laughs> killing all of them. So they lay waste to this village. And also, they don't do a great job of establishing that these are the bad guys. Because you yeah. see them execute that one guy in the distance through right. binoculars. Yeah. And then, you, like, you can tell that guy was your guy. Like, you don't know whose guy Because he wasn't is. even. He was a Russian. Yeah. So it was a frame job. It was like, a super frame job. Yeah. You know, they were going to pin it on the Predator. Yeah. Which is how this whole thing started. Um but yeah, I loved that. Just that, like, we're not assassins. There was never <laughs> a point where they were going to rescue that man. They were just <laughs> like, oh, he's dead. Oh, thank God. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, even though they're like, where was the other guy? Oh, he's already dead. Yeah, right. I'm sure he was. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing because the, the whole thing, and obviously it's revealed that like Carl Weathers is in with the CIA and the whole um, ploy they got, they came up with to get Arnold Schwarzenegger's men to go in was a ruse and it wasn't true or whatever. But the whole story they told him is you're going in to rescue these hostages. And they just go in guns blazing and kill everyone. And I was thinking, I was like, what if there were hostages? Yeah. Like, did yeah. they didn't look for them? I didn't care. They <laughs> also, I, I should make this yeah. clear. I don't care. Yeah. Um, True. I I would have been True. fine with it if they were like, these are all women and children. Uh, why are they Italian? These are all signori, signori, piccolo bambini. Hey, per piacere. In Cambodia. Just, I just love Italians in Central yeah. American jungles. <laughs> we are, we do not like being an ethnic stereotype. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was never a moment in which they were not going to put those men to slaughter. Yeah. And the only when 
the the plot monster who is the character who I who appears in every single movie uh, except for Predator Two. Uh, I'm sorry, except for uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Uh, do you guys know the term plot monster? No. It's a it's a character trope that I love in all, almost all horror movies. It's the person who basically explains the role, like oh, the right. rules of the horror movie. Right. They're like, you know, the jungle every year when it comes out. Like, they, it's just the establishing thing. Right. Um, and I I love that because sometimes it can be handled really well, uh, like in Predators or in Predator. But then sometimes it's handled like quite poorly, uh, like in Alien versus Predator. But in this yeah. one, had he not been reloading, they would have gotten no information when he punched her out. Do you remember that yeah, scene? Like yeah, he whirls right. around, yeah. and like he was just gonna headbutt, or I like he probably would have. Like they would have yeah, been yeah. like, oh, "We're all being put to slaughter by an unseen sniper." Mm. Like that would have been the whole movie. Like, oh, <laughs> that that was a lady. Uh, oh, okay, I knocked out a lady. So yeah. I, knocked out. I guess I'll. Yeah, we'll take her, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> there was really yeah. no rationale. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care, again, because it was an amazing film and it's flawless in every way. Uh, but yeah, the movie... So, I gotta ask, that line that uh, Jesse Ventura has where he's like, he's dug in there harder than an Alabama tick. And, then, <laughs> and he's like, you're bleeding. And he goes, I ain't got time I to bleed. Time to bleed. <laughs> so badass. So, so yes. And, so the, yeah. and the line back, though, where he's like, you got time to duck. Like, that. Yeah. that's that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. We're like, because yeah. Shane Black, does, this is, it was a perfect assessment because it it's super 80s badass, but then it's still tongue-in-cheek enough to be like, you're being dumb. Right. Please don't die. Right. <laughs> I love yeah. that. It's a perfect film. So yeah. it's good. That's, that's why I like movies like Alien. Like, the key really any good movie but especially like a horror movie or like an action movie is like you like I like these characters right. yep. like we've established very quickly that they all have their own identities and I, I like them mm-hmm. right you know? and it seems like they get along too it's like yeah. a, it's like they have a rapport that we can like relate to and we can be entertained by I don't want them to die right you know I don't want them to die at all right you know um, yeah yeah you know so for me like my, my, my favorite thing about it is about Predator, honestly, probably in general, is just that it's such a simple plot, but it's mm-hmm. just done well, and it's just cool. It's like, you, you've heard the whole thing that Predator came from a joke, that it was the only person that Rocky Balboa has yet to fight is E.T., yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that's, uh, who knows how true that is, but I mean, it's a fucking, it's just such a great concept. Like, I remember when I was a kid, and like, my dad, when he first showed me Predator and told me about it, about it like, it's just an alien that goes on safari and kills people. And ever since I was a kid, I was like, that's such a cool idea. That's it's yeah. just simple. It, had, it hadn't really been done before, you know? I mean, it, it sure thought, like, aliens coming to Earth, killing people. But for sport and the fact that it, they're hunting game and the game are, are, are men, you know? And especially, you know, commandos and some of the most, like, lethal men. It's just cool. It's just a simple plot and it's done well, you know? And that makes for some of the best sci-fi in horror, I think. But try to imagine what it would be like, though. If have you ever seen the original costume when, yeah. for when it was Hunter? Oh my god! How did you see it? There, I I mean, there's, see there's a picture of it so, oh, uh, somewhere of out it there. In the special um, features, yeah. Because at first it was oh, cool. it was John Claude Van Damme was set to be the Predator, right? But he was too short, and also he kind of just like got pissed off that it was an uncredited role because he's John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And also yeah. you almost overheated yeah. in the costume too, right? Probably. He almost died. <laughs> so so then he got out. They brought in Kevin Michael Hall, who was starred in so many like like uh monster movies because he's like this giant skinny dude and so you can put like anything on him he's He's like the cane he's like the cane hotter of the 80s and they brought in stan winston the fucking master of course to just re-overhaul the predator and make it what it is which it looks awesome yeah you know it 
I, I'm so happy they changed it because I, I can't imagine if they had that original design. Like, I feel like that would have, like, really taken away see, from, I'm very, like, what the movie I want to see that. I The one <laughs> thing I heard was interesting is in Predators, which I know we'll get to later, the newer one, um, there's a scene where somebody's getting chased by an alien that's on the planet. Yeah. And, and it's based off the original design of yeah, the first Predator. Yeah, absolutely. It looks just – it's very, very similar. And, like, especially it's a head shape. Yeah. But yeah. the thing with the, the alien on Safari, that's a perfect assessment of this movie. Mm-hmm. And – Honestly, the way I think my my dad and I, the way we talk about this movie, is it's definitely the story of Moby Dick, because it's nature fighting back against hunters. Right. And um, oh, one time my dad told me that this movie has an incredibly powerful environmental message. Uh, I didn't realize really? that my dad was like really trying to make me like intolerable in my opinions. Um, <laughs> like, like a like a there's nothing worse than like a. A pretentious ninth grader, uh, but <laughs> Papa Linder's mission accomplished. Uh, but yet, the like I love that like the the alien is just here on safari. Right. Well, I like, got that from that's Gary Busey's line from the second one. Oh God, he's on safari! Damn it, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I fucking love that line. Yeah. Urban safari. Yeah, always. Lo- yeah, that's not. Yeah, I didn't come up with that. That's great. Yeah. But um, it, one and I just want to say really quick too, just about because we we're talking about the costume and stuff, which was this was really interesting to me, uh, which I didn't know before I started looking into the movie a little bit when I rewatched it recently, is that they brought in Stan Winston later because right it had this original mm-hmm. thing, and so it's kind of like you you know you think like watching it it's kind of the Steven Spielberg Jaws approach where don't you know don't show the monster the reveal comes later but that really wasn't deliberate at all they came they completely redesigned the creature and so they had to reshoot that fight scene at the end with Arnie yeah but you really don't see the predator until it's just Arnie you only see it yeah. in that camouflage thing yep. yeah you only see it for like a but second but so that wasn't by design that was literally just edits in the movie because they they nixed the original predator design which is kind of interesting yeah well, that's wild you know like, yeah. So I wasn't aware that they cut that because there's nothing yeah. about it where it's always obscured per- yeah. perfectly, either yeah. through its own camouflage. Right. And the camouflage is awesome and it's great. I don't, I think they showed it the perfect amount. And by the time you get to really see it at the end, I mean, it's great. You know, as we've said, it's a flawless movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that, I don't know. That was just interesting. And it's interesting to notice the camouflage of the Predator, how it changes as the movies go on. Mm-hmm. Like this one is clearly the earliest, you know, but it's still really fucking cool. And I also, did you guys hear the shit? Like when the movie came out, apparently the the army, U.S. Army looked into that kind of camouflage. They looked into this like microfiber camouflage, which you would wear like, you know, people in the field in the army would wear it. And it reflects what's behind you. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're just looking through the person. And they got that idea from Predator. Oh, God. I mean, maybe that's not true. I read that in a couple different places, though. Um, I know that they've been working on that for years, especially the, and also those like 360 degree field displays. Right. So that like an, a soldier can just, have you seen Equilibrium? Christian Bale movie. I actually haven't seen that. It's, just, yeah, it's yeah. the idea that you can just shoot in 360 degrees. Gun kata. Gun kata. Uh, the gun is the extension of the human male. What is this movie about? <laughs> um, but yeah, like it it bothers me that our army's watching Predator and been like, that's a good idea. Like, you know what? Le- we should also get our uh, everyone yeah, in the army yeah. to be way stronger like these guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we should work out more. Yeah. The, our army's got to work yeah. out more, man. The army was so <laughs> fat before Predator. Yeah. You guys have no idea how fat our army They were all 50s guys. <laughs> but then, they're, then they're taking the wrong lesson away from this because it is brains versus brawn. If you, can th- if you think mm-hmm. about it, Arnold Schwarzenegger outsmarts a man who is vastly outnumbered or out- uh, out armed, 
uh, out tactically aware of what the situation is. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, it is, it's again about the Taliban, which is again Mark Gallagher. I got to take this guy down one more time. <laughs> um, yeah, the I love the uh, the end fight scene because because so much of it goes wrong, and it, yeah, his plan right. goes it, to shit so quickly. Yeah. He gets the, his mud gets completely uncaked from him. He like hits him immediately, gets bested, right. and the only trap that kills him is the counterweight for a trap that he couldn't spring. Right. Yeah. Which is so. It's really great. Come on, do it. Kill me. What are you waiting for? Do it. Kill me now. Kill me. Do it. <laughs> I love it. My dad and I talked about it, and uh, we're going to pull the plug uh, on him right after he says that line. Uh, <laughs> my dad's going to be in the hospital bed. And I'm like, any last words? He's like, do it. Kill me now. Wow. What are you waiting for? <laughs> do it. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Close my dad's eyes. Wow. So, um... <laughs> I mean, Too dark for a horror podcast. All right. My last, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> my last couple of thoughts are, uh, A, uh, Native American guide Billy. He's my favorite character. Uh, love him, but him dying off screen upsets me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted to show that. Well, I don't I think, think that helped the film. The kind of I think they edited it out him. of the movie. I think that's what there, happened, there's, too. There's a bunch of – Predator 2 – had a lot more cuts than the original Predator, but Predator yeah. 2 was getting NC-17 ratings, and they had to cut it something like 20 times. Um, like, we'll get to it later, but, like, Bill Paxson's character, when he dies in Predator 2, he also dies off screen. That was yeah. not... They filmed his death, and it was, like, one of the Predator's skull spine rips, and mm-hmm. they didn't show it, which, that sucks when you know that. Because he, <laughs> he rips out Billy's spine, but that's after he's right. dead. but you don't, right, you don't right, see right, their right. fight. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I wanted to see Billy's last stand, Well, you, you know, know? Like, act- I want to yeah. see that went down. That actor... Uh, I'm sorry, his name eludes me. Uh, they were uh, having Sonny Lang- Langdon. Okay, Sonny wow. Langdon. Sonny Langdon. Nice. Yeah. So he was also a pornographic uh, participant. He was a porn star. Really? Yeah. And also on set, this has been addressed, but through an insurance requirement, they had to hire multiple bodyguards to protect the actors on set from Billy, right. <laughs> because <laughs> this guy was so batshit. Um, oh, wow. And th- this is one thing that come that the the predator movie establishes again like show versus tell when billy like carves his chest and then has the machete and throws away his gun it the thing that i didn't like about again cutting away from his death is i'm pretty sure that the predator comes after him with a, with the the blades yeah right. that would have been used to establish that right. like at the end that's definitely what that was oh that's a, meant that's a good do. point yeah that cuz that's know? the predator's like code of honor like if you're unarmed he goes after you not yeah. unarmed right. they but, do a good job of trying to establish like his rules his code of conduct right. is something they're always right. trying to make like a hard like a a, a solid uh, set of rules right mm-hmm. um it it comes up in uh, a couple of the other f- the movies but it's this kind of interesting thing where, like, if you – this is my theory. If you are aware that you are about to get predatored and you engage in combat, the predator meets you at your level of armament, like, decloaks, comes out with a sword, that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not – I think that's just totally true. I think that yeah. happens yeah. in every movie. Yeah. All right. I just love being right. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my theory, but it's it's perfectly accurate. I'm going to be honest with you. If you watch five of these in a row like I did, you no longer know what's real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I would never want to go camping after just like marathoning. I Every tree <laughs> was so scary on my ride back. <laughs> Plus my car makes this really weird... Uh,
noise when it starts. It's just really. I'm a, yeah, I like, get a legit bird. I'm like, oh my god, it was like a jet. That's wire. such a good impression, Owen. Jesus we, Christ. Well, can we hear yours, Brandon? Oh my god, mine's good too. I do like a. Trying to get. Yeah, oh, that was better. Yeah, the yeah. Hor- like the horseshoe crabs. Are... Yeah. Also, uh, voice of Predator is uh, what's his name? Peter Cullen. Who is the voice of Optimus Prime? Oh, pretty cool. Fantastic. Shia LaBeouf, are you ready to save the world? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know who? You know what? I mean, I, I bet like the aliens from District Nine kind of were based on that a little bit. The prawns, you know, a little bit. They, their vocal sounds and their little noises. They, I was kind of Predator esque. So, um, I know we could get into this a. L- Maybe we'll get into this in the next one. But no, before I forget, this is a basic Predator thing. That's something that I've struggled with to try to understand. So do the Predators have the innate ability physiologically to um, mimic voices? Or is that a part of their technology that allows them to uh, do you that? You go first, and I'll say my theory. My, my theory is that they use it as a way of either communicating curtly with their prey as just like a, a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. And I think they have the ability to do it innately because it is something that appears in multiple movies where the predator just like in predator two, it probably says the most thing. It yep. cusses a lot. It cusses a lot, which <laughs> come on predator. We'll get into that. Um, what are your thoughts? So I, I totally respect your opinion. It's wrong. Um, but <laughs> no, uh, I, I think it's, um, I think it's the, the helmet is, has a recording device mm-hmm. and here's why. Um, I think the helmet, as it's established, it's, it gives him that infrared vision when he takes it off. It's a mm-hmm. different vision. Now, this doesn't happen, I believe, in the first Predator. Until the second Predator, the Predator vision starts to feature on the left side a sound wave yes. that it hears when yeah, people yeah. are talking. And when it when it talk in the first movie, when it hears people talk, it talks in high pitch. It's like, and the second movie, it's down pitched. In the second movie, you actually see the sound waves. So I think that everything it hears and sees, it records audio, or visually maybe, but definitely audio-wise. You know, and it's a recording device on the helmet. I don't, want, I don't mean to uh, sound wrong, because I'm not, but <laughs> I, the, now that you've said that, I, I definitely agree with you. And we're t- going to talk about this on Alien vs. Predator Requiem, but that is chiefly the only reason that there's any information in the movie that like does any um you know what we'll get to it when we get to it yeah. you're absolutely right luke right. i'm sorry i doubted you no that's fine um and another reason i was thinking about that too is um because i thought that was really cool in the second one how it introduces that sound wave mm-hmm. that he's also hearing because one of my favorite parts about the predator movies is him recording dialogue and saying it back to people that's like something it's like a horror movie trope that i'm really into like cool. just so, to imply that you're being like stalked kind of so should we just go into two now i feel like we probably covered we covered a lot of like one, well, yeah. You know, we're like, gonna definitely any, any last thoughts. We're definitely gonna go back because th- of just, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I wanted to add was uh, Carl Weathers' death in this movie is like tragic and gladiatorial. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah, the the, the the arm shooting the gun after it goes off, and also yeah. like the <laughs> way they cut it, just so that it didn't. Lo- it was really unclear what happened for a second. Like he can't tell. Then he's trying to get the gun off the other shoulder, and he yeah. almost made. It is it harrowing. It's yeah. really. It is. It is. It's one of the scarier parts of the movie when that when his arm goes off. Definitely. Right. 
I, and I just love that he dies like a champ. Yeah, he he redeems himself right before. It literally that's it's just like the the cast is so good. He's the only character that's maybe not likable because he deceives Arnie and stuff and like that. And still Carl Weathers, so you you're still Carl, you like still, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like him even <laughs> as a, too late. You already know <laughs> Apollo Creed. I yeah. mean, he, he's like the you know you, you, the villain. Man. You love him as a villain. But yeah, it's true. It's cool. Like he gets redeemed at the end and then dies. So it's like. All those characters, Mac. I gotta just say real quick, Mac great. With, with the clean shaving. Constantly. Love that guy. The, the, uh, what a great character. And that guy go, fucking rules. Yeah, and with, with the yeah. flask when he's like when uh, when his boy died. Yeah, Mac is great. Mac is awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, and the I love that moment where he's dry shaving and he breaks, he breaks the it. razor yeah. against his face, and he's more surprised by the people's reaction around him than the fate, the fact that he just carved his face. And he's just like, right. oh, this old thing. Like, come on, right. man, you are an unmitigated mm-hmm. yeah. badass, sir. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. R.I.P. Mac. Mm. Yeah, his speech about how him and Blaine like were the only people to come out of like some big battle. Not, a, right? scratch, yeah. not, not a, scratch. a scratch. Not a scratch. Not a scratch. Not a scratch. And he's like, you, he's got, he's got the fucking crazy eyes, he's man. Got, he's yeah. ready. He's yeah. Like, he's great he too. Revenge, uh, you dude. love how he goes. He, he goes revenge. crazy as the movie goes. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me. He's just, he just, he's, he's stripping gear off of himself. Yeah. And just loading the like. Everything about that is menace. Yeah. And, like, he gets it. Like, because he gets that, like, I see them through the trees. <laughs> I see you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what does the predator record something he says? Um, this one Anytime. One. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's creepy, yeah, Anytime. <laughs> That's so Anytime. creepy when he repeats it back. I love man. that's one of my favorite yeah. parts of the Predator movies is what, him repeating the lines. And w- w- the best ones are in Predator 2. So should we get into Predator 2? Let's get into Predator yeah, 2. Yeah, Predator 2, baby. Give it to us. All right, cool. Okay, Predator 2, y'all. 1990, also rated R, directed by Stephen Hopkins. Um, it is also written by Jim and John Thomas, um, who are back from the first one. Uh, the synopsis via IMDb is amidst a territorial gang war in <laughs> 1997, a sophisticated alien hunter stalks the citizens of Los Angeles, and the only man between them, him and his prey, is veteran LAPD officer Lieutenant Mike Harrigan. Um, yeah, Mike Harrigan. And uh, okay, so the tagline for this, so this is cool. I was looking at um at a couple different images. There's a couple taglines. The one like right under um, Predator 2 is he's in town with a few days to kill, which, wow, that sucks. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's great. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like it. I oh, like I hate it. that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the other one is that it says like up and, and like next to him on the VHS copy is Invisible, Invincible, the Ultimate Hunter. This time, Los Angeles, 1997. It's set in the distant future of 1997. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, made in 1990. Yeah. What? To to what end? I don't know. So they can make it. Why? I do not know. Everything about that. It's so useless. What? Why set a movie seven years in the future ever? I guess because they'd be like, LA's just completely torn apart by gang war. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason. Like, there's nothing else that, there's no future technology. There's nothing. Oh, I, I vehemently disagree no, with yeah, that. No, well, the guns are, like, futuristic, like, stupid-looking Needlessly futuristic. Yeah. My, uh, okay, so there was one tagline, I believe, for Predator, which was perfect, which was just, pray for the hunters. Uh, oh, that's which a good one. It's really is, good. That's badass. Yeah. Now, so the Predator 2 is a similarly perfect movie, but only uh, 
when you are like really into racism uh and it is <laughs> like i can understand a trump supporter if like your only experience with mexicans was seeing this movie like because this movie <laughs> paints a gloomy picture of hispanics in america as well as jamaicans of uh, uh, jamaicans sure the predators even seem kind of shitty yeah in this. Uh, <laughs> like everybody's bad in this like bill paxton gives white people bad names he's terrible he's Jerry. terrible pr for us yeah yeah oh. no one's that that yeah, this is where that movie really this movie really failed in the fact that no, I don't, I didn't like anyone. Yeah, I didn't even like Danny Glover. You know, that's like a, I don't care. See, I, I, that's a good point. I liked Gary Busey's character in this though. I guess so. So he was originally that was supposed to be uh, Dutch. Yeah, Gary Busey's and that's character. A, it's a shame that it wasn't. I that could, that would have been cool. Yeah, I can see that. Like they had to do some rewrites for that. But yeah, if it right. was Dutch and it came back, like I wonder if they would have had him die or I don't know. Compared, if he died and Danny Glover lived, I'd be really mad. Because I don't... Right. I, like, Danny Glover is, was, of course, in Lethal Weapon and shit like that. Like, right but, before but, this movie, but too. But I just don't... I don't buy Danny Glover as this ultimate badass. I don't either. That 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 is... That's the one kind of flaw for me. Well, for Predator, too. Here's, here's what's so bad about this movie. Uh, besides the guns that have scopes on them, which nobody uses, right? They're just silver he's, fucking, he's, fucking he's, guns. He's, he's, guns. he's fucking crazy. These yeah. preposterous guns, which <laughs> you are don't like need the a gun scope on a revolver. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a scope <laughs> on a revolver. It has a sight yeah. on it. Yeah. It, it, it. The sight is built into a revolver. <laughs> so, so unnecessary. Anybody yeah, watching yeah, Mad weight. Top Heavy? Like, he's got like, la- oh, yeah. fucking laser sight yeah, and a scope and fucking. It's got infrared. Yeah. To to what end were these guns? improved uh yeah. but also danny glover is fundamental sorry uh, detective mike harrigan is fundamentally bad at his job every time they're like you're a loose cannon the mayor's up my ass right. by the way this movie is obsessed with butts but they call things everything but. everything is butt related in this uh but yeah there's a lot of anal references so much anal references but the, this so the the starting scene of this movie, and I know we're, I know we're not going to do a blow by blow, yeah. But I think it's important I talk about. I think it is very yeah. important to to talk about this. These preposterous uh, South American gangsters are laying waste to the city. <laughs> Scorpion gang. Scorpion gang. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting to it. And <laughs> the whole thing here is that two uh, motorcycle cops ostensibly arrived on the scene to pull to execute a traffic stop, and they were. Uh, ambushed by like the Jamaicans and then the Scorpions at the same time, and they're caught in a crossfire. And then SWAT team arrives. Um, I want to say about like 300 co- police officers have been killed at this point. Yeah. And roughly. Danny Glover, <laughs> <laughs> roughly, yeah, and yeah. Danny Glover's like, "We gotta go in there." Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, under no circumstance, mm. there are two wounded dudes, two, two. And in the background, you see no less than I want to say fifteen cops get shot, just and exploding, the, just and going exploding, flying, yeah. And they're like, and then when they chase the, um, when they chase the gangsters inside of that warehouse, they're they're like, we need to wait for backup. He's like, we're going in there, man, and, and like, and they're like, oh, oh, what, oh, what the hell? Go with him immediately. A cop is blown away. Because they don't establish, I don't know, anything. Any plan. Like, any kind of cop like, like etiquette either. Like maybe check the room first. They're just yeah. like, let's bring in our scope revolvers and fucking get these, kill all of these gang members of both gangs. <laughs> bayonets? Bayonets? <out. laughs> like, it was so just like, they're useless, dude. Oh, man. He's a He's a bad cop. They're like, he's a cop on the edge. He fucking drives You're in. a loose cannon, Harrigan. Because what I... So my main thing with this movie is like, you know, yeah, of course he like drives in the car and hangs up the 
the vests so they don't shoot through. Like, they can't shoot through the rest of the car. Right. Yeah. But, so, in, right in the beginning, they establish him as this the ultimate badass? I don't know. Renegade? Not really. I don't think but, they Because that's how the Predator the, sees him. Though. He's not the ultimate that, badass. But that's how they're setting him up for his relationship with the Predator. I feel like the Predator, the whole time, is playing games with him. Yep. Oh, like, well, he, he sees him. He's like, oh, this guy's a, this guy's a real piece of work. Yeah. I want him. Not yet, though. Not yet. Well, but you know We're what? We're going to play some fucking games But it's not first. just him because he also I want Danny Glover. He fucks with King Willie, too. I think Predator picks out the kingpins of this gang first. And it, he, like, discovers over time that not that Danny Glover's character is the ultimate badass, but he's the most tactful, he's the most resourceful, grizzled, and, like, experienced. And it, he doesn't just go after him because, you know, King Willie, he, he fucks with King Willie before he kills him. You know what I mean? Who is, but he still only kills King Willie right after he meets with Danny Glover. Yeah. And it's it's like yeah okay so you know? what, what yeah. I hate about this movie and I am loath to use that word mm-hmm. is that there's no need for the predator to be in this movie. This movie would work if it was a werewolf movie, a vampire movie, a serial killer movie. This movie doesn't require a predator. It doesn't really take advantage of what how cool the predator is, and it just yeah. kind of shoehorns him into this movie. Well, they explain it, it's, it's because the the um, the predator they which they establish very lightly in the first one is he's attracted to two things, right? Heat and violence. Right, right. This right. is L.A. and this is gang war. So, so real. So for me, real quick, if I could, if I may, just um, my my intro for Predator Two. This is by far my favorite Predator movie. Is Predator Two? It what always has been, and it always more will than be. the first Predator. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I'm with Predator is one of my favorites too. I mean, it's one of my. They're like back to back. That's unreal to me. Predator dude. Two is, is my favorite, and I'll tell you why. It's it's twofold. I mean, partially, this is the movie I watched with my dad the most growing up. We okay. had this on VHS. This uh, it has nostalgic. To me, me and my dad would quote this movie all the time. We still do. I was watching the other night, and we were texting each other back and forth, like, the quotes. I think this, despite all the Arnie quotes from the first one, I think this has the more funny quotes in it. It's got, like, okay, the reason why when I watched it again, I was still like, yep, this is still my favorite one, is it expands the Predator mythos, and it gives you the most substance on the Predator. In the first one, you really don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it is really just an alien here killing people. This one, it gets down to what the Predator is, is that it is a hunter that has been doing it forever, that is literally just looking for game that it thinks it's wor- is worthy of, of the hunt. You know, and I, you know, I know we're just starting talking about it, but the end of the movie where he's on the ship and he sees all the different prey, there's like a fucking T-Rex skull, there's yep. an alien skull, and just uh, all those elements, everything that I look at Predator, why Predator is so fucking cool, that shit all comes from Predator 2, not the first one. first one does not establish that this is an extraterrestrial hunter that's been doing it for who knows how fucking long. It killed motherfucking pirates, it killed dinosaurs, like... You get to see the ship. You see that there's different predators, that there's different alien designs. It just, to me, fleshed it out so much more. Everything got upgraded. All the predators' gear is way fucking cooler. The retractable spears in this one wasn't in the first one. And like every shot of him in, in Predator Two, he he's got the spear. You know, so that so yeah, I just think that this is like the ultimate predator movie. Interesting. It should be noted that Brandon is uh, standing on top of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> pulling his hair out right now. He is living. Brandon, I've never seen you this angry. I get, so I get like, the, all the weapons added are cool, but I feel like it's, it almost even waters down like the rules or the morals of the Predator kind of in this one because I, I don't feel like there's a lot of like, uh, like honor in his killings. He's kind of just like killing guys with guns. There's no battle. There's no hunt. Right. 
he's just like murdering guys who are preoccupied with killing other guys. And and you I know what I mean. I like, totally agree like with he's you. He's not. He's there's no there's no fight. Well, that's the thing he's though. Just picking people off. But that to me is what was so cool because every predator is different. This predator is bitch made compared to the first predator. First dude. predator is like, dude, like I'm you know I'm going after these fucking mercenaries in the jungle. But at the same time, you, we learn in predators. Fucking predators are from the jungle. Okay, that's their turf. This predator is stepping outside the boundaries a little bit by going to the city and shit. And this predator is a bitch. Like you can, like first off, Danny Glover killed it. He you is. know what he's I mean? An, he's an immature predator he, for he sure, is. man. He, but he I swears think, a lot. I think they wanted that to be. This yeah. predator bitches more too. The whole scene when he gets his arm cut off and he's like crying in the bath, like, yeah. like fixing himself. And when he dies at the end. All the predators, instead of mourning, they pick his ass up, carry him out, and give Danny Glover a pirate gun. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care about that predator. That predator, it seemed to me that it's like implied that this is maybe a novice hunter predator that they're like, like sending he, out in the field to but, test a little bit. Okay, I guess so that, that kind of makes is, sense. Like he's a rogue teen. Right. You know? Oh, he was like a shitty stepson. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, okay, so from my perspective, uh, hearing you say that is. Uh, Ah, uh, troubling. Uh, but <laughs> I thought you were gonna say brilliant, but yeah. but no, I, I think you do you do a you do a good service to that last scene especially where the technology is kind of explored, where um especially that uh, the the net that hits Danny Glover yeah that that re- that reappears all the time uh yeah. the spear excellent mm. uh the saw thing is cool boomerang and oh the there's a thing that um the skulls in the background I love that that very subtly implies like basically a franchise i think that's great yeah but i think that's what gave the idea yeah it it it, it was and but one of the things that i think is just kind of messed up about predator 2 is it isn't kind of in that fun loving spirit that predator was was Mm. to me this is like gritty and ugly in a lot of ways mean like just kind of weirdly uh mean in a ton of spots um yeah and, I would agree with that. And it was sure. also, but it's also kind of delving into social commentary because, like, in the '90s, there was that vigilante subway shooter, which they show in that scene where that white guy has like a gun in his briefcase, and everyone takes out the gun. Everybody takes yeah. out their guns, and for some reason, the predator's on that train. Like, why the predator didn't have to? What was he hunting? Was he hunting Bill Paxton? Yeah, he's hunting all the all the the, the LAPD cop forces. I, I guess think. so. I, I, so what I know about that scene is that it was a big scene in the comic books, and they wanted to include that right. yeah. in uh, in Predator Two. And I don't know because it seems like he he's pretty much just killing everyone on that train. Right. It doesn't seem like he's just killing like people with guns. He's like, I'm gonna go on this train. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some murder. Well, the, the Predator, you know? the, the Predator mine. goes for its yeah. prey, but it. It kills everything in its path, except, and here's another reason why Predator 2 is the best Predator. It also establishes other rules for the Predator. Like the Predator, it looks down at the little kid that wants some candy, kid. Um, he sees it has a gun, but he, his infrared shows him it's a toy gun. Yeah. So he doesn't yeah. kill him. Right and, right after he left the necklace for Danny Glover. Right. Which to is just, another thing to that just shows, fuck with Danny Glover. Yeah, he just wants to fight he like he wants Danny Glover like Danny Glover like is his ultimate fucking prey which yeah. is, is so fucking weird dude. which is demonstrably so a bad weird. idea which yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I agree and I totally think that's the flaw with the movie is that Danny Glover like why is it Danny Glover you know yeah. but I mean but that and the, the fact on the subway scene where he sees that the woman cop is pregnant and then he puts her down like it's just I, I like that like we said that the predator has the rules that it's established also, is, is that Paxton's baby 
No, no, Paxton just fucking showed up. He I know, but, but, but why he, would why would fucked her? You know, like what the how, hell? Did he get pregnant? She had like a fetus inside. Right, yeah, how long do you think it fetus. makes to create a zygote? What do you are you? How 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 this many is, children this have you had? This is a pro-choice podcast. Don't it has a fetal heartbeat? <laughs> exactly, dude. Predator is hella. That's a fetus. Actually, predator is all living kind baby. Of pro-life for letting you know. I don't know. Predator might be anti. Um, I'll be honest. Pro-life, honestly. Predator is definitely pro-life, except if you have a gun. Also, if you don't. And mostly, if you basically, if you are a child, maybe. But here's the thing: Did he not kill that kid because he's a kid, or did he not kill him because the gun was a toy? I think both. Kid. Yeah. I think I'm going with kid. And Ooh, also, yeah. you know what? Maybe okay. he really I'm, just wanted I'm, some candy. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> well, more he recorded with, that I'm one. More with Want some candy kid. that comes up a few yeah, times. Yeah, I love that because I don't Very know lovely. how. Because with his like vision like that, it still looks like a gun. Yep. You know no, but I he mean? look. You could tell it zooms in on the gun. He can tell there's not live ammunition. I guess that's in it. true. That's why. But that's like we talked to. Pred- one of Predator's rules is if you're unarmed, he 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 doesn't. Use, he takes the, the the fucking wrist blade out. Um, I, he zoom the camera zooms in in his vision and he sees the gun doesn't have live ammo. I think that's why he let. I think he would have killed the kid. I don't think he cares. Mm. He's ruthless. He wants to get what he's going to get, but he does have his rules, you know. Which apparently you can't kill pregnant women. Oh, under. Un- sorry, I don't mean to derail this. Okay, the Jamaicans, who, what prop guy gave the I Jamaican their actors yeah. the their outfits, their dreads, and those massive joints? I've never seen. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like a pot aficionado, but at one point I was looking at that and I was like, that is, that is like an ounce of weed in each one of those. Oh, and, Danny, was, and Danny Glover's like, you guys should cut down. Like, Danny, you job. are so high right now. <laughs> Want yeah, some yeah, ganja, man? Want some, yep. <laughs> were, Jama- were Jamaicans as upset about this as I was? Because I was watching that. Was just, <laughs> the bones, they tell me my, nothing. My favorite. It, it's, it's, I, I get it. It's, 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 it's uh, Moby Dick, because that's how Ishmael knows. Sorry, not Ishmael. Uh, the guy who co- makes his coffin in advance. He rolls his bones and he knows he's going to die on this trip, which is why he brings on his coffin. It's established in Predator 2 that it's also Moby Dick 2. I which think was you're terrible- giving them too much credit. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe I read one book and I, want it, <laughs> and I need to tie everything in my life to it. it keeps showing up. Um, but, dude, my favorite uh, line from the from the Jamaicans is when they're uh, they're they're pouring like the blood with the chicken uh, leg yeah. on that guy, and he's like, "Fucking voodoo magic, Fucking man!" Voodoo magic. <laughs> like it's like he doesn't even believe it. Right. He's like, "I don't know. I don't right. know what the fuck the, this is. Whatever. <laughs> this is fucking crazy." <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know. He he says, he, stop he goes, take it's soul. voodoo magic. And yeah. then he goes, fucking voodoo magic, man. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> pointing out I, the I absurdity of it. Yeah. I just love the idea of that scene being like not on purpose in the movie. That they, they were improving and they're like, we sorry, we didn't get a chance to <laughs> run the new lines with you. So we're just going to film it. We're just going to get some lighting on you and just figure out how we're going to block this. And he goes like, fucking voodoo like magic, man. Like, obviously, we're not going to go with that line, right? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, obviously not. And then they put, they were like, everything else we have in here is so much more racist. So right. we have to go with this. But that whole scene is just... That scene s- scared the shit out of me as a kid. When the, when the Jamaicans come and get the, the they string up the guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know, that got me as a kid. Well, yeah, that was truly... That's a really scary scene. Uh, also, like the the like they beat up the woman really early. And do they kill? Does the predator kill her? I don't know. No, she, don't survives. Know. she survives. They find her. She they find survives. her like cowering mm-hmm. under, beneath. And one she of the has no idea how to have sex. By the way, 
Oh, she is hilarious. Just swinging her head around. I'm like, that is, that's not what sex is. <laughs> As a kid, I was like, damn, sex is crazy. Yeah. You guys know that nobody can see the sex moves you're doing, right? <laughs> they get it. For that's, the pe- that's for you, Owen. For the folks at home, <laughs> Brandon is tossing his very thin hair. Bartok knows. <laughs> Bartok. Bartok knows my truth. Bartok just stirred as soon as you did your, your <laughs> yeah, little impression. That movie was uh, tremendous in so many respects. But then one line, there's one, there's, oh, sorry. There's two lines in the film that, to me, redeem it as like a Predator successor. There was the scene after the Predator has repaired his arm and then just bursts through the door. And it's just like, bah! like makes that crazy noise, which was great. Oh yeah, then, he takes uh, like, so he takes like adrenaline. What I assume it yeah, was because yeah. he just flips out. Right, Kool-Aid man's like all <laughs> the way out. It's just crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. The predators <laughs> are coming to Earth for yeah. crystal meth. Yeah. They just love crystal meth um, and cocaine. They're here to do drugs. <laughs> um, but I love that he kicks open the door and then he's like, uh, and Danny Glover arrives. He's like, "Don't worry, I'm a police officer," and she's. I don't think he gives a shit. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. She's got the two best lines in the movie. That and Herb, there's someone in the bathroom. <laughs> that yeah, movie is full of one line. I like a, okay, pussy face. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Or the yeah. predator just saying motherfucker. Yeah. That, yeah, was, like, that was stupid. Well, that was a tribute. It's so like stupid. He goes, you are one. one. And he goes, motherfucker. Yeah. He swears again at the end. I forget what he says at the very end when they have the classic. I hate classic dangle scenes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I love that one, though, with the pipe. Protagonist, where Danny's antagonist, dangle climb scenes. The fucking like, oh, pipe. we're going to fall together. What's going to happen? You know. Well, it's because yeah. I like those. I love How guy. about Basket Case? Is that not the best uh, protagonist, <laughs> antagonist? I'll, 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 take, I'll take that one. Okay. They fall to the end. In, arguably, in Basket Case, they're both the antagonist. Yeah, they they fall. That's true. true. And they Good both point. fall together. And they both fall together. I yeah. would Great compare. Ending. I would yeah. compare the scene. Uh, in Predator 2, Danny Glover versus the urban Predator, uh, to the scene in which Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Moriarty fall over Victoria Falls. Uh, it is on par with that level of drama and mm. importance in literature. <laughs> Valid. Would yeah, one Read a book. True. One of you people read a book. I we watch to... movies. Also, uh, does Predator get struck by lightning? Yes. What was the deal with that? He gets struck by twice. He gets struck at least Why twice. did that happen? I think it's because of the spear, dude. It's because he's holding up his spear. It's just a giant rod on the top of a fucking building. But why? Yeah, but why? Mostly, why but why? <laughs> he got like, struck by lightning, and then he's like pumped. He's like, yeah, all right. Because it was 1990, and they knew how to do lightning effects. Yeah, that's right, because he's here to... Get high. That's what happens. Like right. this, this planet has the best lightning, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? That see, that's another reason. Like everything we just talked about, kind of proves the fact that this predator is more of like an adolescent predator. It's like injecting himself with adrenaline. He's he's fucking fist pumping on top of a building, getting struck by lightning. I think he's new to the game, and he's he knows just like a party. He's yeah. just happy to be here. He's just fucking along for the ride, and that's why I like this predator. And also, Danny Glover at the end when he's in the ship, which is really like a Geiger drawing come to life. It's wonderful. Yeah. When he does that thing where he's just like, who's next? Yeah. That is great. That is great. Yeah. That is truly. I mean, it's such a fucking cool way to end the movie. It's like, okay, he's defeated the predator. All the other predators appear. He's in their nest. He's done. And they just waltz out with the predator. Give him a fucking pirate gun. Take it. And that's it. And it's just it's little things like that are what give make Predator 2 better than the original. It, it establishes that these are fucking monsters that have a, like values, rules, and respect for people. They respected the fact that he beat their warrior. 
Like, yeah, if yeah. they were bitches, they would have just killed Danny Glover. But they didn't. They gave him a fucking gift. Okay, so this is where I disagree with you. When I see those little glimmers, that tells me that somebody involved in this was like, we have to do something good. Oh, my God, we have to do something good. Like, whenever I see that, like, they had an opportunity for this movie to be baller. Like, this could have been amazing. I and I would, is, And I would say that Danny Glover, he could have been awesome in it. But the entire time, it is like Bill Paxton. Everything he does in this movie is the most irritating thing yeah. I have ever seen. Oh, in yeah. Life. I love oh, him, but he's he, horrible. In he is this. so irritating. Yeah. No, no yeah. Oh, he, But he redeems himself, too, man, twice. When when Danny Glover's about to go all rogue, he's like, hey, man, remember the door swings both ways, bro, remember? And then he's like, all right, we do it together. Yeah, he's, still and just, he's, he's, still just, he's just annoying. And he's, about, it's annoying, know, but he yeah. sticks with him. Then he's like, "All right, I'm not." He's the Lone Ranger, is his fucking nickname. And then at the end, I mean, he sacrifices himself with the predator so that the pregnant lady can get out of there. Yeah, but she doesn't even like. I mean, he could have. The predator's not gonna kill her, but that's her fault. But he, he like, you know, yeah, yeah. he was shooting yeah, at her. Yeah. I mean, he, you yeah, know, he did. He sacrificed he himself. himself. Yeah. So B- Busey was great. Danny boy. Busey, that I, I, that was his first uh, movie after his motorcycle accident. Yeah, and he seemed to be still. Together, pretty. pretty I, his well. character, I think, was super. He that, and the line. I love He's Busey, on dude. safari. That's yeah. a great love line. Gary yeah. Busey. That's classic. That's what me and my dad would quote that all the time. He's on safari. <laughs> I think that's the best. I think that's better than get to the chopper. I know you guys want to strangle me for saying that, but I like okay pussy face. That's I think that was my favorite line. You want to know what my favorite predator insult is? Well, I shouldn't say this. We're just gonna keep fucking offending people. But um, in in <laughs> predators, it's where in um. The uh, it's the the prisoner guy, and he's like he's going after Predator, and he calls him a space faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, space faggot! <laughs> I mean, I was like, whoa! I best predator about of the yeah, fucking series. Doesn't even make sense. It's great. <laughs> yeah, wow. Just a prison. That's prison definitely. rules. They, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, the predators really to get fucking he, ridiculed while he by tries humans. To shank while him. he's shanking him, he calls <laughs> him a space bag. He's shanking him. They, they're called mother ugly motherfuckers, pussy face, space yeah. faggots. Like they look. Well, I, they no wonder they're face. fucking hunting the human race. I would too. I think that these are just the v- victims of very serious bullying. Right, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it comes down to. Maybe predators have just been, maybe they're, you know, they're, they've got the big, well, yeah, in predators, there's like the ultra predators. There's like the bigger, nastier ones. Right. Maybe these predators just go hunting in the original two because they've been bullied by the bigger predators on their planet. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're okay. getting ready, you know? Well, fuck, we figured out the fucking motivation of predator in this podcast. We got through two. We're done. We're, We're done. done. Right? So, I mean, just la- kidding. Last thing we'll we can get, we can this. skip AVP, right? I mean, well, first of all, the outfits in this whole movie were horrible. Oh, like, yeah. the director is just a guy, he came off of like direct like um, Nightmare on Elm Street like the, six. The Dream Warrior 5. The, yeah. Was, and like it was schlocky. It just seemed shot like I did it, the whole like feeling of like the way it was lit and the color of the whole thing bothered me. Really? I didn't like that. It, the Watching it, it makes what to what you're saying about the outfits I, yeah. I'm hot and sweaty and irritated watching this movie. Ugh. Oh yeah. Watching these people sweat so in, the, in their tweed suits and like how it even says he's like I thought he was here to fix the air conditioning and it's like oh, the air conditioning's broken too. Like, yeah. I'm like squirming <laughs> watching this fucking movie. The only movie I feel or mo- only scene in which I feel relief is when they are in the slaughterhouse. Yeah. And then I feel <laughs> yeah, like everybody yeah, I love that they're all like wearing those ridiculous suits but I just wish there was one guy who was just like you know what? No. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just like walking through naked. Yeah. Uh, radioactive dust. Finally, radio- I can cool off in this fucking movie. Um, and my fi- there's so much about that scene that makes so little sense because Danny Glover is tracking the predator as he's running from rooftop to rooftop, 
and he's just driving erratically just after having beat up another no the same reporter that he's punched in the face like three times <laughs> which again just no assault charges yeah. uh <laughs> the disdain for the media in this movie is palpable yeah. and then he somehow crashes into a pickup truck and it has easily it must be one of the best stuntmen in the world because there's a guy standing in the back of that pickup truck in the only protective gear he's wearing are khakis. Oh, and I, yeah, and I know. Just exactly like, they just like nail about. it, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. and two guys yeah. jump out. <laughs> he he jumps like, out from the back of the pickup, and it's just like, he's why? holding on to nothing. <laughs> why is this guy like nobody <laughs> needs? Like there must have just been one. Like they're like, oh, this would be like a cool shot. You know who and, needs a government vehicle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking right. t- Toyota, fucking <laughs> Dodge Durango. Dodge, you know, nice Dodge Durango. Uh. Um, but yeah, but then he somehow then manages to find. The pre- like the the Gary Busey hideaway uh, tractor trailer thing, yeah. which is so obviously where they are. Right. It's so I don't know how, how does the predator not notice that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like this thing's been here all the time. But the thing that was weird about that was that, uh, Bill Paxton earlier in the movie it's established that he keeps losing track of Gary Busey and Gary Beauty's Gary Busey's Gary Beauty is a great name for him. Gary Beauty. <laughs> Gary. Yeah. Right. Keep right near the slaughterhouse. I keep losing him. Yeah, you don't go- see him walking that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> him and- the line they're like he, there's no is this a trail in a parking lot that they're just posted up in like, well he just no, it's the only no structure <laughs> it's we're in this desolate field i mean like there's this building but like I it couldn't know. be there i don't know where they could be and, and then he goes I, I keep losing track of him and his butt buddies in the slaughterhouse district and he keeps saying butt buddies which right. is just so weird to me but they they where else could they be <laughs> and so, so another Yes, I 100% agree. I think we can all agree the slaughterhouse scene is the most flawed in the movie because the other, the most irritating thing to me about it was that they've like developed all this shit. They know that it sees an infrared, and so it, it goes in the slaughterhouse, so like they can't see it. They're wearing these suits, but they all have fucking flashlights. Yep. That's yeah. how the predator finds them. That. If and you know that it sees an infrared, also, why do you have 12 people with flashlights? Also, if they know on. that, they should have infrared too. Right. Right? Yeah. They should be able, they should have something to try to see instead of let's hope the invisible monster comes over here and freeze it instead of it just jumps down in the middle of us guys and none of us react i i hate to i hate to posit this but why did any of them have to go in it's a giant why don't they blow up the slaughterhouse why don't, or why don't they just trap him inside right <laughs> like they know that he's like every night he comes in here or every two nights he comes in here to, to feed yeah. why, with, why does he go nitrogen? in the slaughterhouse because he's eating the meat he's eating the meat yeah, yeah. okay yeah. apparently he's got a a taste for what? what, what oh, right, say, right. Like, he says that. Yeah. Chuck or something like that. He's, yeah, yeah. Something. But I love that all of this could re- re- be replaced by any number of the snares that they build in the first one. Like, they could have just trapped right. him. They didn't need to send, like, 19 dudes in asbestos yeah. suits in this room. This movie definitely lacks the whole trapping the Predator aspect of it. So, still my favorite, but definitely, you know, cool. as it, it's got its it's got its flaws. I'll be honest with you, having heard you talk so lovingly about it, it is now my favorite. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I change your mind right here. Yeah, you are changing oh. hearts and minds. Oh, that means a lot. Final my final final last thought on yeah, it. Yeah, this better it be your final last. Is uh I feel like because of like the voodoo stuff, the end scene kind of has it's supposed to be some type of voodoo imagery which, with Danny which Glover covered in ash. Oh yeah, kind of in like a like, like a voodoo zombie kind of style thing going on. Oh, see, I thought I, I don't know that's supposed to mean anything, but that's kind of like what instinctually. My I mind looked went at it as at the end of every Predator movie, somebody has to be covered in shit. 
Yep. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger's covered in mud. Adrian Brody covered in mud. Like people are just covering shit. When you fuck with Predator, you covered in some dust or some mud. All shit. right. Fair um, enough. And my final thought is, um, I think Bill Paxton has to be recognized for this as a true American hero, the only actor to have been killed by a T eight hundred, an alien, and a predator. That's also false. What? Uh, Lance Henriksen has also been killed by all three. Wow. Fucking mind blown. Two people. That's two people good fucking credits, dude. That's dude, you're right. Yeah. I would watch the hell out of a buddy cop movie between the two of them. <laughs> and I, and, and, and I, that would be great. No, brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Bill Paxson's role in all of these movies, but especially in Aliens, is he's the guy who every one of these movies needs the guy who's just being like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. that one guy who's just, yeah. no, you know what? I, I'm opting out of this one. Yeah. Game over, man. Game, Game over. Game over. Yeah. Cool. So wrap up prior to? Yeah. Wrapped. Oh, do we want to do uh, like a point system? Because oh, we doing 10 yeah, stars? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I thought Predator 1 was perfect. I will give Predator 2 um, within the series, not as a movie, I will give it a 7 out of 10 stars. Remember, we're doing the 10 star system. 10 star system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, by that structure, I would give it 7 out of 10. I would say. As a as the movie, five out of ten in terms of like action, comedy, horror. Yeah, I would I would agree. Very like yeah, in the spectrum of just movies in general. Yeah, it did. It's know. a nine for me. It's a nine. Yeah, nine stars. What would you improve in Predator Two? You you get to remake it, same cast though. Oh, say okay, same. Never cast. mind. No, no, you get to remake it. Who would you? Well, st- which who would you have starring? I'm curious. Here, well, here's what here's what I would do. Um, I would do what they originally. I would bring Dutch back. Yep. I, I, as uh, he was supposed to be Gary Busey's character, and I thought that would have been really cool if they that would have been way more if compelling. They had du- right, if they had Dutch has been tracking him, like he's kind of like they're like, okay, there's more predators. He obviously has a vendetta. All his men, who his best friends, were all killed by the predator. That motivation that would have added some emotional stakes that I would have I would have vibed to. But that's a good question because. Danny, I, I, you know, I don't hate Danny Glover in it, but I, I, I'm not convinced. I don't like the old grizzled LAPD cop. It's just like, dude, you compare him to Arnie. It's like, so I, I can't think of somebody who I'd want maybe more because it's almost like it's it'd be too cheesy if it was like a Jean Claude Van Damme or like I want Idris like Elba, Lou, Lou Ferrigno. I want Idris Elba. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Okay, I want. Yeah, I would first. watch. I want Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Yes. Uh, versus Predator. Yes. Um. That's yeah. No. That that's my only real thing with it. You know. Um, I would, yeah, I think it could benefit from Dutch a little more connection to the the first movie, other than Gary Busey's one line where he's like, "1987 in the jungle, one guy came out, big, big explosion down there." I hope Dutch is has a cameo or something in the new one. That would be there awesome. are multiple ones he was supposed to have been in. Well, they like re- this one NAVP. They reference him like, being dead in Predator too. They like reference it really quick that. Gary, oh, oh! They say they don't say that. They say we lost him. They say we lost him. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say he's dead. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know? I, I'd assume that's what they implied. I thought they were saying like because I died think I think the they said they because they said that other people that they sent in died, but and then Dutch we lost him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know. Okay. So he's alive at least in my heart. Hey, me too. You know, Dutch never died. So that concludes part one on our episode on the Predator franchise. Uh, tune in next Monday, and you can listen to us talk about Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, and Predators. And the following week, uh, we will release a mini-sode of the Larry Linders tapes, which Owen's dad will talk to us about his feelings on the Predator, which are probably going to be awesome. Um, so thanks for listening. Bye.
I'm addressing, so learn a quick lesson About your Smith and Wesson Sit your ass back and comprehend As I let you know about man's best friend Now remember, it used to be a dog like Lassie But now in 91, it's a gun If you ask me, just like a Jimmy hat's used for protection I use my nine when suckers start to flex Cause if you run up and try to play mine I'd rather have an AK than a fucking K9 Cause if you shot your gun and my dog tried to fetch her Me and the dog's going out on a stretcher And I ain't with that, so I gotta get that Big black cat, amen, I hit that Forget about a dog, fool, he'll shit in the den Nowadays, a cat is man's best friend 